Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 43. As we are back here in the shotgun here at the studios here in Round Rock, Texas. And uh, I'm Russell, publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter. Joining us is the trio of mayhem. Uh, Jesse here again this week, as well as Coleman. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Um, It's great to... To hang out with everybody this last weekend yeah. at the Lucky Leaf Expo. Always great to, to be with the community. Um, had a lot of great speakers. Really enjoyed the um, the venue there in, in Irving. I feel like it was a little a little more open than the one in Austin. I thought. Yeah, and, and, and intimate in different ways. You know, everyone was there pretty close together, and and um, you know had a good crowd of people there, and all the vendors getting their products out, which is which is always great, and, and always really good education. Excited to to see. How those events continue to ramp up as they move to Houston, I believe, in the next yeah. uh, in the next couple months. Yeah, yeah, November, the, November, mid November. I got I don't know how far in the month it is, but I think it's mid to late November when when that one gets going. I want to say it's the fourth of the fourth and fifth. It's always a Friday and Saturday, except for the Oklahoma one. I got an email about that. The Oklahoma one's being pushed to a Thursday and Friday. Well, it was a great event in the Irving Convention Center. It was good to see everybody. We got to hang out and have a drink Thursday night and meet and mingle with everybody with the uh, uh, meet Austin there at uh, Cannabis Collective in that event. And we had our, our second monthly meeting, which was a wild success. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, when you were speaking, I defended you with oh, the yes. bar. Where I was sitting next to uh, Noe and Frank with TPS Lab, and I was over there, and they had this discotheque music going on in the bar, and then Jesse's up there talking, and I was nerved by this, so I went over to the sound guy, and I said, hey, pick either discotheque or the speakers who are speaking, one or the other, (laughs) because it's driving everybody at the bar nuts. So uh, he was like, all right, sorry, man. And he turned the disco off so that everybody could get in the video. Yeah, you could, get your, you could hear to the rest of the Get your attention, you know. So, uh, But all in all, that was a lot of fun. I asked about you. As soon as I asked about you, you showed up. It, it was really fun. It, I always love those events because you get to interact with a lot of people I talk to on the phone. Um, yeah. Everyone's really excited to, to meet us in person and very yeah. complimentary of a lot of the work that, that we've been doing there. And I'm just seeing the, seeing the progress. Um, you know, Oak Cliff um, Cultivators was there. My my mm-hmm. good friends from Brady, Texas, um, growing some award winning cannabis flowers. Some of the best hemp flower in the state. Um, Tejas Hemp, there um, putting out a lot of their THCV products, and so some really unique stuff that that's going on in Texas right now. And you know, it's exciting to, to highlight that and the weather. I mean, I, I think the highs in, in Austin have, have barely gotten out of the 90s. In Dallas, it was, you know, in the 80s. It's just uh, start tricking people. It's almost like South by Southwest. Everyone comes to Austin thinking the weather's like this all the time. But um, <laughs> Yesterday was just this weird day. It was like almost, at, my, at least at my house, it was like 98 degrees outside. Then all of a sudden, you just, the trees are like bending over at 90 degree angles, just 
big gust of wind and it just drops down to like 70 degrees for the rest of the evening. It was like, whoa, what is this? Smelled mm-hmm. like rain, but didn't get any rain. It was like, oh, come on, don't oh, tease I, me like that. Yeah, well, I know, you know, over the last couple of weeks, as we've been kind of ramping into the uh, the Texas special session, um, there was a lot of, you know, people supporting, different petitions going around to, to try to bring up some of the uh, the penalty reduction bills, the hemp bill that got right there to, to the 11th hour, but, but ended up failing. And... You know, uh, it doesn't look like there's going to be a whole lot happening in the Texas special session, at yeah, least for the next couple of days. <laughs> uh, I know it's been kind of stirring around the last couple of days. I think it was like 56 of the, the Democratic members in the House uh, hopped on a private jet. Um, I noticed with no mask so, on. So. Um, and, and hopped to D.C. and, and are, are pushing to HB1, trying to, to, to push for the, the federal uh, reform to, to our elections, kind of federalizing those those election laws and so i, I so know sid, could, sid miller has gone, been going scorched earth there and and certainly greg abbott um, what do and, they want what is this about they want to be able to mail in our ballots well is that so, it? so they're they're trying to uh, make it to where people have to request mail-in ballots so that it's not just non-solicited mail-out ballots going everywhere they're they're actually also looking to extend the the voting hours uh, during early voting and you know I think a lot of people don't understand that, you know, there's a lot of states that don't even have early voting. Like Delaware doesn't have early voting. Um, and I think like six other states. So they're actually looking to expand, make it easier for people to to be able to vote, but to make it harder to cheat. I, I think there's about 500 different cases open up right now that are being pushed by the, the Texas Attorney General from this last election. Um, so just trying to, to shore that up. I, I know election integrity is a, a huge issue, but... Um, you know, as we start approaching uh, people, you know, making their official filings to, to become uh, or, or to, to run for re-election, I believe that happens in December. Um, we'll kind of see where the, the battle lines are drawn. And, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a big primary this year uh, with redistricting, with every single elected official up for election. Um, you, you know, we always say that um, cannabis is, is on the ballot. And... Uh, with 87% support for expanding medical, uh, with a lot of the work that's going on at the federal level with Schumer, um, you know, this is still a great opportunity for for people to to interact with their 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 state officials um, when they get back from D.C. Um, and those that are still still here in session, um, always want to keep it on their minds and uh, keep on pushing the narrative forward. Well, we will keep pushing it forward, all things hemp, uh, here at the Texas Hemp Show. And uh, we'll take a quick break. And and then our guest is going to be calling in. That's going to be Mallory Harrington Coleman calling in from TFNB Bank. So we're going to get into some compliancy and issues with finances here in Texas. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Cosmic Cowboys Extractions, at the forefront of industrial hash production and infusion. Our trademark gold dust hash is truly total spectrum and chemical free for consumers. Let us put our patented technologies and processes to work, adding value to your product. Gold dust, probably the best hemp product on the planet. To place your order, visit CosmicCowboysExtractions.com. 
You're listening to the Texas Hip Show, sponsored by The Loot. The Loot, helping vape and smoke shops deliver the most innovative products to customers. Constantly creating new products that people love. E-liquid, salts, CBD topicals, tincture flour, edibles, and Delta 8. Your customers will be shouting, give me The Loot. The Loot, creating high-margin products for vape and smoke shops. Contact us today at thelootjuice.com for all your vape, CBD, and Delta 8 needs. Mention Texas Hemp Reporter for 10% off. Give me The Loot. Hello, Texas hemp farmers. This is CBD Seed Labs reminding you that it's not too late. In fact, it's the perfect time to plant your summer hemp crop. At CBD Seed Labs, we have three world-class hemp cultivars with proven success across Texas. Visit us at cbdseedlabs.com or call 442-222-8595 to learn more. Mention this ad in Texas Hemp Reporter and get an additional 10% off. That's cbdseedlabs.com, where we have the seeds you need to succeed. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. The third annual Southern Hip Expo is now open for exhibitor and sponsor registration. This year's event will take place at the Convention Center in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 2nd through the 4th, where we will have three days of conferences, seminars, and workshops, 250 plus exhibitors, and numerous networking and entertainment opportunities. For more information, check out SouthernHempExpo.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden.
All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. And speaking of magazine, I'm looking at page 42 uh, in the magazine. And then page 43, there's an ad for the Carson Creek Ranch. The Texas Hemp Harvest Festival is coming up on October 23rd, 2021. Products, vendors, uh, food, drinks, and... um, one of those Marley kids is playing at the, uh, and Gary P. Nunn's coming. It's going to be, there's like Cass Haley. There's a, a bunch of reggae artists are going to be part of this outdoor October event. The uh, Texas Hemp Harvest Festival, already sponsored by Whole Foods and and a lot of other folks here in Austin, the Austin Chronicle. I remember they are looking for judges too. So if you think you got what it takes to judge some hemp, they are looking yeah, for judges. Yeah, there's a hemp competition. And uh, games, live music, a lot of live music, 13 bands. It's going to go from 11 a.m. to midnight on a Saturday, October 23rd, Carson Creek Ranch, the first annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. Um, Info at Sweet Cincy CBD if you want to get a a booth there or sponsor it. It's going to be a pretty big deal. I know that uh, the guys called me today, and uh, we're going to do some marketing for them. I'm going to... Try to be involved somehow out there, and uh, it's going to be fun. So October 23rd, Carson Creek Ranch, the first annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival by Sweet Cincy and the guys out there. So uh, uh, check that out as we get ready for that. SweetCincyCBD.com, we'll, we'll have more details on that. I don't know if you've heard about that one, Coleman. Yeah, well, and if you haven't tried any of Sweet Cincy's products, I definitely encourage you to do that. <laughs> they... You know, they, they do something different. Um, they use no solvents, so no ethanol, no CO2, um, really focused on a bubble hash and, and full melt bubble hash, which all of your cannabis connoisseurs will definitely tell you is really the best medicine. Uh, it's really you know, maintains the integrity of, of that plant, and their products just taste great. I have really been impressed with what they're yeah. doing. You know, a real focus on boutique growing. I think they do most of their stuff indoors, so they're they're pretty evergreen. You know, and they're continuing yeah. to expand. Um, so really encouraged to to see some some really successful businesses um, really making a mark in in the cannabis culture here in, in Texas. Well, they submitted to the Hemp High Times Hemp Cup Awards, and they won the Best Athletic Rub for a topical at the 2021 High Times Hemp Cup. So Sweet CBD. Best topical for athletic rub. I guess I didn't try that one ever before, but um. yeah, you know that's one thing I feel like has been kind of missing at, at some of these different conferences we've having is the live music. You know how can you how yeah. can you, how can you have a hemp conference without some live music? <laughs> you know I I know the event in Wimberley last year the the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup uh, had a lot of music and Canna Rock. Yeah, went to Canna Rock recently here in Austin. Nice. Lots, lots of speeches yeah, and that musicians was, that showed up. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to go to that, but that, that was at um, the venue. I used to work with those guys at, uh, at come Rockstar. And, come, come and take, take it live, yeah, actually, had that over there. But but it was cool with um, uh, in uh, back in December to have some music outdoors. This will be fun to look forward to that, so uh, good stuff there. Um, was there any news you wanted to touch on, Coleman? There's a couple things happened. Uh, what was that? That Chief Justice made some comments recently. Did y'all hear about that on yeah it, on it, CNN it, or on the mainstream media was covering that? Yeah, it seems like Clarence Thomas you yeah. know, is making more and more comments related to to this and 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 really 
interestingly enough, the, the most conservative justice uh, really echoing a lot of the, the quotes that we've been hearing from Schumer, um, some really strong quotes. You know, he was quoted in the New York Times saying, it's not just an idea whose time has come, it's long overdue. And we have all seen the agony of young persons arrested with small amounts of marijuana in his or her pocket. And because of this historical overcriminalization of marijuana, they have very severe criminal records that they have to live with for their whole lives. And, and him really vowing to, to use, use my clout as majority leader to, to make this a priority in the Senate, of course, you know, that, that same New York Times article really kind of laid out that there's still a lot of, of challenges that will be facing that legislation, particularly and what's a pretty split Senate right now that's still you know subject to, to a filibuster. I'd be really fascinated to see a, a Senate filibuster over cannabis bills. Um, but this is impacting uh, the MORE Act. Um, the MORE Act is really foundational, and I, I'm really interested to, mm-hmm. to hear from our guests today on what impact that bill would have on banking in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, that article also really laid out that you know, we're at this crossroads right now where you have Amazon, one of the, the largest employers in the country, they're no longer screening for, for marijuana, except for those that are still, you know, doing transportation. Um, and so we've got this this struggle where, I mean, it's it's legal to, to drink alcohol, but certainly not on the job. How do you screen for those things? Um, so I, I think the science still needs to, to catch up. Um, I have seen different efforts in states like Tennessee where they were pursuing to increase the the amount of allowable cannabis in urine from like 0.15 nanometers to 0.35, which sounds like a small jump, but particularly in regard to, to CBD products that, that can have some residual um, you know, presence in your blood and, and could cause someone to, to test hot on a drug test. We, we need to, to figure out what's a reasonable... Uh, amount because it's it's very subjective based upon you know an individual's metabolism how fast they're able to to process out and and so we don't want to leave some people behind while while this all is progressing there's a big issue with that and i discussed that at lucky leaf is that there's individuals that when they do consume a cannabis product they don't get intoxicated whatsoever and it may show that they have high levels in a urine or hair test and it's it becomes a question of how do we address things such as that And as you mentioned, transportation, there was an article recently about how the trucking industry is suffering right now because they can't find enough drivers, but they're doubling down on marijuana testing. And attorneys that represent these companies have even said most of the drivers that have accidents, they don't have these drugs in their system. They're not even intoxicated at the time. So why are we doubling down on this issue when we don't have enough drivers as it is? Well, speaking to the flexibility, though, that's coming uh, in waves from corporations, I think several sports leagues have done this. Have you guys heard of this? I believe, I don't know if it's the NBA. I think I may have heard that the NBA has lightened up on its testing. The UFC, the UFC recently announced in Nevada they were not going to be doing marijuana drug testing the same yeah, way. Yeah, anyway. maybe the NFL, too. I, I've heard several th- national sports leagues have, have opened up their And then they warned their athletes. They said, hey, guess what? We're having, an event, on that. We're having an event in Texas, and Texas has way different testing policies. So you may not qualify to participate in Texas. Yeah, well, and, you know, another huge headline has been, you know, all of the, the news around uh, Shikari Richardson, uh, who was 
you know, our, our front runner um, for the 100 meter dash in the upcoming Olympics. And I know there's been a lot of petitions going around to, to ask her to push forward. And she's just one of those interesting uh, examples of, of breaking the stereotype of cannabis. Um, you know, MMA, all of these different sports leagues we're talking about talk about how it, it aids in recovery and actually makes them a better athlete um, rather than the the old dare campaigns where if you smoke this you're just going to sink into a mush on the on the couch <laughs> and this is your brain on drugs um quite the opposite um and i think many of our listeners understand that anecdotally in their experience that's that's not true and i know a lot of people that that use this to to be very productive well our listeners are intelligent and they know better than 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 to think that you know nancy reagan's policy on Say no. Just say no. That's a, that was a long time ago, and um, thanks, Nancy. We're uh, we're thanks. moving beyond the the the, the Harry Anslinger days of uh, you know propaganda with uh, regards to 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 cannabis. Uh, that that's all changing. The culture's changing, and uh, and things are going to be good. I think for a couple of years, Coleman. The, the glass is definitely half full in Texas. No doubt, no doubt, and you know there's been a, a further ramp up in. In Mexico, um, you know, the Mexico Supreme Court a couple weeks ago upheld their decision that I think dates back about three years ago that you can't prosecute for for marijuana and, and are now pushing the issue even further because they're they're tired of how long the permits are taking and, and they're basically allowing people to, to begin cultivating right now. But um, I, I am interested to, to talk a little bit more about the MORE Act. I believe we have our guest on today. Yeah, Mallory Harrington's calling in. Mallory serves as the Hemp Banking Compliance Officer at TFNB Bank, uh, your bank for life there in Waco, Texas. And she has over 11 years of community banking experience, ranging from operations to the Bank Secrecy Act, anti-money laundering, and hemp-related Business Regulation Compliance. Mallory, are you there? I'm here. Thank you for calling in and being a part of the Texas Hemp Show. It was good to see you there in Dallas last weekend. Yeah, it was good to see you. Thank you for having me today. Well, my co-hosts are here, uh, Coleman Hemphill with the Texas Hemp Industries Association, as well as Jesse Williams from the Texas Cannabis Collective. So, uh, give us a little background on TFNB Bank. You guys have a beautiful a full page ad on the inside front cover of the Texas Hemp Reporter each month. And tell us a little history about TFNB Bank and, and just welcome to the show and I guess give us a little bit of background on you guys. Sure. Awesome. So TFNB, we were founded as the First National Bank of McGregor in 1889. We're actually one of the oldest banks in McLennan County and the seventh oldest national bank in Texas. Um, we've served McLennan County and the surrounding communities for more than 130 years. We have close to 100 employees. We're growing every day. Uh, we continue to expand our footprint to provide community banking to more individuals and businesses. And then thanks to technology, banking with us has no locational boundaries. So we actually started our commercial account banking account program specifically for industrial hemp. We offer commercial checking, merchant processing, online banking, mobile deposit. We started that program in December of 20, and we strive to help the hemp industry in the financial sector because we know how much of a struggle that is right now. 
Uh, we use the automated platform. I know you had Justin on your show end mm-hmm. of last year. We use his platform, Verileaf, and that's how we communicate with our customers. That's how they submit their questionnaires. That's how we review their licenses, their COAs, and make sure we're on the up and up with all the compliance requirements. That's great. You know, I was actually just using Verileaf's services today and just vetting different customers that we have, and it's 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 so great to, to see the the banking industry evolve um, because I know that there's been a lot of regulatory hurdles that you've had to go over. What are what are still some of the the big concerns that the other banks in the state still have, and um, how are y'all addressing those, and and how can can more banks start to to move into this space? Yeah. So um, with the passing of the farm bill, you know. Hemp was made federally legal, but there are still a lot of banks that are hesitant to accept hemp business for banking. There's a lot of due diligence that we have to do. Um, you know, we have to make sure that specifically in the hemp space that it's not considered recreational marijuana and that it is a federally legal product. Um, there's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of questions in order for us to, you know, effectively mitigate those risks that are associated. So. We feel that good relationships begin with open communication. We want transparency. Um, and if you don't understand the hemp industry, how can you expect to make you know, decisions with your customer? Because there's still a lot of misunderstanding when it comes to the difference in, in hemp and marijuana. And uh, most banking institutions may decide against banking hip due to the lack of knowledge, lack of resources, personnel, lack of time needed to maintain compliance. Um, so those are some of the struggles, but at TFNB, we're invested in the hemp industry. Um, we see the bright future. We know the sustainability of industrial hemp. We know the medicinal benefits. Um, we value that transparency and your bank, the relationship that you pick for your banking should understand your industry. This is Jesse Williams. I wanted to ask you if you could explain hey. to us what the regulations and stipulations are for lending in hemp. So on lending, lending is um, still kind of a gray area. I know that the SBA has come out and said that they will lend to um, federally legal industrial hemp. Obviously, they won't do THC. Uh, let's see. The SBA came out in the height of COVID last year and had guidance on um, the Agriculture Improvement Act and and lending to those industrial space. But I know that even with that said, for industrial hemp, that lending is still a struggle, even, you know, for hemp and for sure THC. But um, that's when the Safe Banking Act comes into play, and that would remove liability from the banks be able to um, address lending within the industry and that should help a lot of that and clarify a lot of that for the banks and the industry hopefully if that passes and and can you tell me a little what you know you guys were referred to us from jake at verileaf and, and risk scout you know i know we've had him on but but you you, you guys use the risk scout software to stay mm-hmm. uh, to keep compliant is that right yeah, we do. We've been using it since December. It's great. Like I would not want to take on this industry having <laughs> to do everything manually. So it's automated and that's great. Like we sleep better at night. You know, our our senior management and board is happy and, and they love the program. And so doing it and there are a few banks that 
that do it manually and that just sounds well Mallory like a nightmare well you know Mallory yeah. like there's 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 been some of the banks that I've approached to market to the hemp farmers, you know, and our target, our readers, you know, maybe they're not familiar. Yeah. Maybe these banks weren't familiar with, you know, risk scout and bear relief, but I, I've approached some financial institutions that, that kind of pushed back a little and said, we're just not ready for hemp in, in our services yet. Yeah. And it's probably that a, a risk that they're not willing to take on at this point. Maybe they're invested in other high industry, uh, high-risk industries like MSBs and private ATNs. And so banks, you know, we can pick our risk. Banks are absolutely able to say, no, we don't want to bank that industry because of the risk. Um, but, yeah, I just I think that there needs to be more education, more advocacy, um, especially, you know, I network and talk with people in compliance. It's like, oh, yeah, our bank is not going to touch that. I'm like, well, why? It's federally legal, and I still think, the lines are blurred in the difference in marijuana and hemp. And so I think that's why a lot of them um, are hesitant because banks, they absolutely can bank the, the hemp industry. There's guidance, you know, the federal government has come out and said, you can do this. There's just a lot of them that choose not to for whatever reason. Yeah, Mallory, this is Coleman Hemphill with the Texas Hemp Industries Association. Can you kind of speak to just how important it is to, to develop a relationship with a bank when considering those SBA loans? You know, I, I've received a lot of stories from different people who, you know, had the wrong tax designation on their, their tax returns. Um, they were designated a marijuana business rather than having the appropriate designation as a hemp business. That impacted mm -hmm. their SBA or they had some piece of information that was off that your banks would have recognized, would have understood. Um, and, and rather than going into kind of the abyss of reconciliation with the SBA, um, it's really important to have that relationship. Um, can you kind of speak to, to that and, and, and kind of some of the, the more hopeful things that you're seeing with the SBA as people are looking to, to get funds for equipment, um, you know, different programs that are opening up? Yeah, so you want your, you don't want, it's going to be a red flag if you go to a bank and they say, and you say, this is my business and this is what we do. Oh, no, and they show you the door. Like, we've heard that so many times. We have conversations with customers. We talk about their business model. They say, this is what we're doing. And maybe we look and say, okay, so you're a retailer. You know, do you have your license? We ask them all of these questions oh, well, I don't have this and I'm working on this. And so we work with them through the process. And there's a lot of them that are getting into the space. They're new. Um, they've, they've done research, but maybe not extensive research. And so we kind of walk them through, hey, this is what you have to have in Texas. Um, this is what's required. These are the type of things that, you know, the SBA or the lenders are going to be looking for. Um, walking them through licensing, CLAs, uh, SBA, has said that uh, you know they want documentation that you need to be able to uh, prove that it's a CBD related business that it's derived from hemp that the products being sold are um, federally legal that there's no health claims being made and what they kind of look at on the loan side we take care of on the compliance side first so we kind of do it backwards in times of opening and we look at all of the compliance and get all of the, you know, heavy paperwork out of the way. So Mallory, with that, um, 
there's a lot of different loans that are out there. Uh, I know that those have been opening up, um, you know, PPP loans, different 504 loans. And just kind of reiterating what I was saying, although there are SBA portals that people can go and enter in their own information, it is so important that you know, have someone that, that knows what they're looking at and you want to have that application perfect. Can you kind of talk about some of the different uh, lending options through the SBA that, that y'all make available there at, at TFNB? Yeah, so with the lending, you know, you're you're still going to have the same compliance requirements as you would just to maintain an account. And so we take care of all of that on the front end. Um, we are a preferred SBA lender in Texas. So we have a dedicated SBA department. And so once we get through just Texas regulatory compliance when it comes to the federal level and the state level for industrial hemp, we then will send you to the SBA department and they will take care of any SBA needs that you may have. Excellent. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Our guest, Mallory Harrington, serving there as the compliance officer at TFNB Bank, your bank for life in Waco, Texas. We'll take a quick break. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be back on the other side after this. Cosmic Cowboys Extractions, at the forefront of industrial hash production and infusion. Our trademark gold dust hash is truly total spectrum and chemical free for consumers. Let us put our patented technologies and processes to work, adding value to your product. Gold dust, probably the best hemp product on the planet. To place your order, visit CosmicCowboysExtractions.com. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, sponsored by The Loot. The Loot, helping vape and smoke shops deliver the most innovative products to customers. Constantly creating new products that people love. E-liquid, salts, CBD topicals, tincture flour, edibles, and Delta 8. Your customers will be shouting, give me The Loot. The Loot, creating high margin products for vape and smoke shops. Contact us today at thelootjuice.com for all your vape, CBD, and Delta 8 needs. Mention Texas Hemp Reporter for 10% off. Give me The Loot. Hello Texas Hemp Farmers, this is CBD Seed Labs reminding you that it's not too late. In fact, it's the perfect time to plant your summer hemp crop. At CBD Seed Labs, we have three world-class hemp cultivars with proven success across Texas. Visit us at cbdseedlabs.com or call 442-222-8595 to learn more. Mention this ad in Texas Hemp Reporter and get an additional 10% off. That's cbdseedlabs.com, where we have the seeds you need to succeed. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. The third annual Southern Hip Expo is now open for exhibitor and sponsor registration. 
This year's event will take place at the Convention Center in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 2nd through the 4th, where we will have three days of conferences, seminars, and workshops, 250-plus exhibitors, and numerous networking and entertainment opportunities. For more information, check out SouthernAmpExpo.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. You're listening to The Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at The Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. This is Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter. And joining us this week is our co-host, Coleman Hemphill from the Texas Hemp Industries Association, as well as Jesse Williams from the Texas Cannabis Collective. Our guest here on the show this week, Mallory Harrington, the compliance officer there at TFNB Bank. Got a beautiful full-page ad on the inside front cover of our Tommy Chong issue. So if you guys got your hands on the magazine, open up that cover there, and you'll find a, a nice little paragraph talking about uh, the work TFNB does with growers, processors, manufacturers, retailers, and etc. I want to ask you, Mallory, one of the challenges I had when I first started The Hemp Reporter was that my merchant service with Square, I think what happened is I ended up doing business with a high-risk company that sold seeds. And um, mm-hmm. I think I mentioned this to Coleman before, is that I, I something happened there because I only did you know, three or four or five ads, and then they froze my Square account. And so I was with them for 11 years with my other magazine, with my sports magazine and my music magazine. So I, I, you know, used Square for years. Um, But Mallory, they cut me off. And basically, I got an email that said, you you can't use the service anymore. And there was no reason, there's no definition. I spent um, a lot of time on the phone just trying to get support on that and ultimately I'm I'm currently using a a PayPal option that a lot of my clients are are familiar with and could you speak to the challenges that we have in merchant services with regards to hemp in Texas? Yeah, so I talked to quite a few people last weekend at the expo and some of them, you know, 
say, oh, well, we're using Square. I'm like, how's that going for you? I've heard good stories. I've heard bad stories. And so with the merchant processing, you know, it's kind of like the bank there in terms of regulations, they're subject to the same type of due diligence and compliance requirements. And so a lot of the times they won't ask questions and try to understand the relationship. They'll just close the account um, to mitigate the risk, even if it's, it's really not anything that's THC related or it is legal, they're not going to take the time um, to have that conversation with you. They're just going to exit the relationship. But we actually have um, a merchant program that we use through our third party that we use all of our merchant for our commercial checking accounts. And, and they are um, informed of what we're doing and the program that we have. So there's not a risk there that that your account's going to be closed or your merchant's going to be cut off. Can, can I can I ask you this? Because like I, I I bank with Frost, and Frost mm -hmm. kind of looked at me up and down pretty good when I went to open the Texas Hemp Reporter uh, bank account open, and they, okay, Mr. Dowden, we see that you oh so what are you doing with this business? I said well I'm I'm going to publish a different another magazine like my other business accounts with you guys are, and they kind of the the the, the agent had to go to the vice president of the branch and have a discussion. Then she came back out and said, okay, you're, so you're just going to do what you've been doing, right? And I said, yeah, it's just, it's a magazine and we're, we're a news website. So we're media. Oh, okay. Well, they recommended me even still to their merchant partner for merchant services, which was called Clover. And I was not approved for Clover either. But they said if you were handling CBD, Russell, or you were putting, you were touching the product, and you're a media company, so you're not actually touching the, the the product. Uh, no, I'm not, but I'm smoking it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what have you heard with other banks? Because I got you know turned down by Clover, approved for Frost, but the merchant thing is still something that I'm still having to navigate. You know, the merchant thing is definitely a struggle, but we, you know, and I tell people in the industry and retailers, like, you know, y'all had a problem. We kind of had a problem in the beginning too, but we got all that sorted out. Um, and we, we do offer the merchant now, but I just know a lot of people in community banking and specifically in Texas, and there's still very few of us that are in this industry and at least advertising it. You know, you have a lot that'll be like, oh yeah, we take that on, we take that on, but you run the risk of getting a letter in the mail or getting an email saying, oh, in two weeks we're closing your account. Because, um, you know, they've uncovered these types of accounts or they didn't know that um, it was going on. And a couple people I talked to last week is like, oh yeah, well, you know, we just told our bank we're a health and wellness store. They know that we're farmers, but they don't know what we farm. That's something that you don't want to do. You want to be able to have a bank where you have that transparency. So you don't run the risk of your account just being closed um, on the spot or, you know, within a couple of weeks, you, you want to have that transparency and you want to be honest with what you're doing and you need a bank that understands that industry. Yeah. So, so Mallory, kind of a, on a different topic, um, going back to this last legislative session, um, there was a, a provision in that bill that, that would have deemed hemp an agriculture commodity and made it available for c commercial feed. What, what kind of impact does that language have? And, and just kind of broadly, you know, what, where do you see the, the financial market for, for the hemp industry growing in Texas? Um, and, and how can people advocate for getting more of those that language um, and has that impact impact their banking relationship 
Yeah, so I, this legislative session, it was so crazy. There were so many things just changing. It felt like every hour and it kind of got hard to keep up, but I know that are we talking with the, um, at the state level or the federal level? At, at the state level here. Um, I'm really familiar with the Safe Banking Act and a little bit of the Moore Act. I know that the Safe Banking Act would eliminate that liability for financial institutions and that that's one of the ways the federal government goes after banks so it will go after its profits. So that would remove liability and legitimize banking. And then the Moore Act is um, would be scheduled cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act and uh, enact various various criminal and social justice reforms related to cannabis. So yeah, we were covering some of that earlier in in the show. I you know I bring that up. I I know that that this amendment, this ag committee or ag commodity amendment was was introduced in Texas and. You know, there's a number of different companies that, that were going to their banks and, you know, local banks that weren't so familiar with hemp at, at large mm-hmm. and, you know, saying we couldn't do that and then showing them that language and said, you know, would this have any impact? And I said, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, if this is an ag commodity, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, a separate designation. Um, you know, I know that's certainly something that, that as we go into this next legislative session, that had a lot of broad support from all the different advocacy groups and, and we're hoping to, to move that forward. You know, another thing, um, you know, for people to to consider with banking um, is insurance. You know, I know last year um, we had, you know, several thousand people, um, over a thousand people um, receive licenses to grow hemp, but only a very small portion of them reported the the number of acres, how much they grew, how much they made Mm -hmm. to to um, their their FSA offices. Um, how important is it that people start, you know, creating relationships with their ag extension agents, with those FSA offices and, and what kind of impact do you think that data is going to have for those farmers as, as more insurance becomes available from that kind of disclosure? Yeah, back to the ag commodity. I mean, hemp is going to be a huge commodity. And I think a lot of people, when they think of it, they just think of like CBD and the medicinal, but You've got huge sustainability um, benefits there. You're talking hemp, fiber grain. I know in my research, I've learned that anything that's made from plastic can be made as hemp. So it's a huge sustainability and would really help um, in that aspect. And yeah, I've heard that insurance is very few and far between. And that is something that, you know, getting involved with ag extensions and, um, different groups like that and kind of lobbying and supporting for more uh, services in that industry would definitely help. Well, well, hopefully we, we see some more insurance come available. Um, you know, Waco is the, the headquarters for the Texas Farm Bureau that has offices right. all over the state. Yeah. Um, Farm Bureau has been a great supporter of, of hemp in the state. Um, I know that there's a, a, a willingness, but it, it is still uh, an information game right now. You know, so much well, of this has been an experiment, and, and it's um, mm-hmm. it's growing upon itself. Mallory, okay. Mallory Harrington, our guest here from TFNB Bank, how do you see the financial market for Texas growing in the next few years? And, and as we wrap, you know, tell listeners how, as we come to the close of this segment, how they can learn more about TFNB. I think that as this goes on, and hopefully, you know, we know that the Safe Banking Act, it is passed 
numerous times already and it keeps getting held up. I think that that's really going to be the gateway for other institutions to get on board because in the early stages, a lot of us felt like there's not enough guidance and we're not hearing from the regulators and we're not hearing from the federal government in terms of what we can and can't do, even in the hemp side after the passing of the farm bill. So I think more legislation, more guidance from regulators and the federal government, I think it's really what's going to help um, this take off and, and for banks to, more banks to open their doors and accept this. Um, that I think that's one of the biggest things and, and people that I talk to, that's one of their biggest hesitations is just like, mm, we're just the lack of education. That's another thing. Uh, Mallory, this is Jesse again. Um, you have hey. you have a, like a checkoff list, correct, uh, for hemp on your website. Could you give us that info? Could you tell the listeners about that? Yeah. So if you want more information about our program, you can go to www.tfnbtx.com forward slash hemp. And that will take you to our website. It has some information on our website. We do growers, processors, um, brokers, and then there is a link on there that'll take you to risk out to um, start the questionnaire process. And that'll go straight to our compliance department. Excellent. Thank you so much, uh, Mallory, for being a part of the show with us. Uh, uh, all the, all, um, by the way, um, are you still going to night school? How's that coming along? She's she's hot stuff, guys. She's getting her. She's actually. I talked to her Saturday. She's actually getting her law degree. How's that coming along? Well, I wrapped up summer session last Wednesday, so I have a break until <laughs> August twenty third. Four classes left, so. Yeah, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl. And by the way, um, Jess is wearing his TFNB hat that you gave Thank us last you. Saturday today here on the show. I love it. And this is our first show with uh, with video. So um, TFNB right there front and center. Mallory, really, really appreciate you coming on. Um, visit TFNB online. Um, and, and and then tell Jason Lavender and Ryan McCormick hi for me. Tell Jay, tell Ryan he's gonna send me the new ad. <laughs> okay, I sure will. All right, thanks Mallory for chiming in, and uh, appreciate you guys yeah. at TFNB. Thank you. Thank you. All right, there she goes. That is uh, Mallory Harrington, banking compliance officer at TFNB. This is the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Cosmic Cowboys Extractions, at the forefront of industrial hash production and infusion. Our trademark gold dust hash is truly total spectrum and chemical free for consumers. Let us put our patented technologies and processes to work, adding value to your product. Gold dust, probably the best hemp product on the planet. To place your order, visit CosmicCowboysExtractions.com. You're listening to the Texas Hip Show, sponsored by The Loot. The Loot, helping vape and smoke shops deliver the most innovative products to customers. Constantly creating new products that people love. E-liquid, salts, CBD topicals, tincture flour, edibles, and Delta 8. Your customers will be shouting, give me The Loot. The Loot, creating high-margin products for vape and smoke shop. Contact us today at thelootjuice.com for all your vape, CBD, and Delta 8 needs. Mention Texas Hemp Reporter for 10% off. Give me The Loot. 
Hello, Texas hemp farmers. This is CBD Seed Labs reminding you that it's not too late. In fact, it's the perfect time to plant your summer hemp crop. At CBD Seed Labs, we have three world-class hemp cultivars with proven success across Texas. Visit us at cbdseedlabs.com or call 442-222-8595 to learn more. Mention this ad in Texas Hemp Reporter and get an additional 10% off. That's cbdseedlabs.com, where we have the seeds you need to succeed. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. The third annual Southern Hemp Expo is now open for exhibitor and sponsor registration. This year's event will take place at the Convention Center in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 2nd through the 4th, where we will have three days of conferences, seminars, and workshops, 250 plus exhibitors, and numerous networking and entertainment opportunities. For more information, check out SouthernHempExpo.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. Welcome to the Texas Hip Show. Uh, good stuff from our friend Mallory Harrington there at TFNB Bank. What was the website ultimately, Jesse? Yeah, so, so it's TNFBTX.com. TFNBTX.com. Yeah, y'all had it both. That's what he says. TFNBTX.com. And the special website for hemp, you would put slash hemp afterwards. Yeah, so TFNBTX.com forward slash hemp. And that's exactly what Coleman says. All right, well, in playback, let's say it is. We'll, we'll see. Well, somebody, we, will, we, we will find out in post. <laughs> we'll find out in <laughs> the post. Challenge is on. On. The challenge is on. Ooh, well, yeah. Indian, Indian leg wrestle for that one. 
Last week, special thanks to uh, some of those podcasts live that we did. Lucky Leaf Expo. We had Ron from Cowboy Extractions. I thought he was a lot of fun doing the Sid oh, Miller yes. barbecue stuff. We had Todd on from Imperial CBD Extractors from our, our friends from the Imperial Valley down there in Southern California. And who else do we have well, on? We, we had Jeremy Bigham from Waymaker Labs. We had That's Jake, right. Jake from Drops of Life. I got who the else? Drops of Life hat right there on my wall there. I got their hat. And John, then uh, who else? John Kearns from New Bloom. That's right. And those are all, we've uploaded those onto the website. So go to TexasHempReporter.com. You can check out uh, those podcasts if you haven't missed it. Uh, so thank you to everybody listening to the show. I've noticed a huge increase in listening audience in recent weeks and months. So we appreciate all of you. If you have feedback, you can email us at the uh, TexasHempReporter at gmail.com if you have comments or would like to chime in on the show. We're talking about implementing calls, and we could, you know, say, hey, everybody, call us on Wednesday between 6.30 or 6.45 and 7 p.m. You know, there could be a time where we could actually take calls. But um, the new show on KLBJ on the mornings, when we man that live, we'll be able to take calls. Some of those shows will be live. Some of those will be these shows on Wednesdays that we record. But coffee will be very important. I think we need a coffee sponsor for that's a 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. show, uh, Jesse. So I think... You know, Willie's Reserve has has a CBD-infused coffee. We might just have to, to, to get him to, to advertise. You know, I think KLBJ would be an excellent venue for that kind of advertisement. Yeah, um, it really would. It, it's going to expand this market quite a bit. Um, it, it's it's really – this has been a great opportunity to, to advertise in the Texas Hemp Reporter, Texas Hemp Show. Um, we're, only, we're only growing. Um, yeah. And there's a, a huge – Still, you know, yet to be educated market out there that's very interested in this. Um, so definitely contact us if you're interested in advertising. Your ad could be right here um, as we start to expand it on the airwaves. It's simple. You wake up. You have a cup of Joe from Willie. You listen to our show. You get all silly. Then you go to church and you say, God bless cannabis. <laughs> there you go. There's your regiment. We all know you have a regiment in Sunday mornings. Uh, one of them here in the Central Texas area, and and even if you're you're out, you know, five ninety in the morning, guys. That's a, um, I don't want to say it's a, it's probably a fifty thousand watt station, so that's a big one for AM, and that signal goes all the way up to Oklahoma in, in the late night hours and when it's dark. Um, so exciting things there as we we come to uh, uh, that opportunity on July twenty fifth, uh, the the last Sunday of the month is our first sunday on klbj so uh we're signing that contract this friday exciting awesome. times exciting times and, ahead and i need to thank you again for supporting the texas cannabis collective our monthly meeting i really appreciate what you did for oh, us yeah yeah and it was fun to hang out with austin and 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 meet some of the the staff up there and uh, i didn't get to say hi to everybody that uh, like i didn't even say hi to leah at the hemp tours uh, they were there and oh they were running around video recording everything left to talk went back to recording oh, they what, were all over the place uh what what was uh what's his name uh that's with, yeah, with Austin? Da dalton o'neill dalton, yeah dalton, dalton was running yeah. around with that's the a, cameras and they cannabis, were trying to interview did they cannabis. actually tv yeah, they wanted to get us on the show during the uh, event, and they kept coming by, and we were always busy talking to someone whenever they were um, filming. So uh, I don't know if they ever got a chance to get us on camera, but uh, those guys are cool what they're doing too. 
Oh, yes, definitely. What else? Any final thoughts? Any final news, Coleman, or anything that you could think to... Um... Schumer introduced a draft of a cannabis legalization bill to deschedule cannabis. And right off the gate, he's already admitted they don't have the votes. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, uh, if the votes aren't there right now, that means that we need to go get some more votes. they, they got um, to get the whip the vote out. Yeah, so... Um, you know, here again, all of our congressmen, all of our senators at the state and federal level are back up. Also, be really interesting to see this race between James White, Representative James White, former chair of the, the Corrections Committee, um, great supporter of agriculture, who has announced that he is running for ag commissioner. Um, oh, Sid, right. Sid Miller also running for for reelection as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these people will probably be coming into district soon. Um, you'll have opportunity to to ask some questions, kind of get them on the record on on what their position is there, um, and and just you know broadly, you know how they see hemp impacting agriculture in the state of Texas. Um, you know, we mentioned it a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, this this uh, LinkedIn post from uh, John Paul Merritt with Pony Oil uh, meeting with, with Governor Abbott discussing a broad range of issues from carbon sequestration, plastics, grain, fiber. Um, you know, it, it, I, I definitely know that between this session um, and, and a lot of the work of a, a number of different groups that that this is a, a topic at the very highest levels Um you know, the, the governor seemed to, to be very encouraging of that. If you get an opportunity to speak with the governor, if you're at any of his events, um, you know, please ask that question. Encourage him to, to continue to, to support this. And and let's see some, some more hemp grown in Texas. As we grow hemp, we're growing Texas all the time. And um, it's, it's always a pleasure to be with you all every week here at the Texas Hemp Show. Yeah, very good. Uh, we're looking forward to... To um, an open show next week, I I had Barry Cooper scheduled, but I don't think he can do it because he's in the Philippines. So I'm not sure. We got an open date show unless somebody yeah. unless we can did, fit someone. Do we have Greg Bowman on yet with no, uh, he, CBD health actually, insurance? Greg's going to be on the following week on the 28th. So uh, yeah, I, I am. Uh, I do have him penciled in. But the 21st show open phone lines next week. I don't know open open show. So we'll just read news or do something next week. Yeah, and you know the the last thing, just kind of my thought to reiterate, um, you know, when we were on the, the call with Mallory, start reporting. You know, as you're growing your acres, start building those relationships um, within your community with those ag extension agents. And we did just briefly touch on the insurance that it is a bit tighter right now, but definitely look up CBD Hemp Insurance of Texas, Greg Bowman. Yes. Um, at info at cbd-hemptexas.com. And what page is that ad in the magazine on? He's got an ad in there. So for anybody that's, I mean, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, bottom left page, will sh- sh- across from Shada's page, we'll have a page number on Shada's the left page will have a page number, but the right page didn't. Yeah, this is on page 25 of, okay, of the 25. latest Texas Temper Reporter. Yeah, yeah. Greg Bowman joining us on the 28th on insuring your CBD and hemp crop. So check that out uh, on the 28th. Next week, I don't know, but we got August 4th, Cheech Marine. Uh, Andrew Bish came by and said hi. It's the booth there at, uh, in Dallas. Jack Finkel on the 18th. And then our friend Ron from Cosmic Cowboy Extractions on the 25th of August. And then these shows, start listening for them as well on um, KLBJ AMs on the weekends. So uh, uh, thank you to KLBJ for taking us on. Uh, 
We'll hopefully don't give their program director a heart attack over there at <laughs> KLBJ. But uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Coleman. And uh, thank you to Mallory over there at TFNB this week, educating our listeners on the finance and banking compliance issues there with the regulatory laws there in, in banking and, and finance. I'm Russell. We'll get out of here. Get out of here. Thanks for tuning in this week. It's the Texas M Show. See you next time. Adios. Small heels. She said she liked the ocean. She showed me a beach, gave me a peach, and peeled out the suntan lotion. Now, this fast, but this girl was faster. She was looking for a real good time.